0: Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Well, welcome to The Bite. We are reading Matthew 12, verses 38 through 42 today. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, him meaning Jesus, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. And he answered, A wicked and adulterous generation ask for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And now something greater than Solomon is here. So here's the thing. Asking for a sign is fine. It really is. It happens in scripture all the time. Gideon being, I think, a prime example. If you don't know the story of Gideon... Very uh, old, old story. Uh, Israel's in trouble. The Lord goes to Gideon and says, hey, I want you to lead Israel out of the hands of their oppressors. Gideon goes, that's fine, but I need a sign from you. So here's some sheep's fleece. Uh, Tonight I'm going to go to bed. Put dew on the fleece and nothing on the ground. God does it. And then he goes, please forgive me, but do it one more time. But tomorrow night what I want you to do is put do on the ground and nothing on the fleece and god does it so we have examples of asking for signs they do it all the time the issue with this particular story is that jesus a couple verses before ours he had just performed a miracle he had just healed a blind and mute man and the pharisees said that he had a demon They saw Jesus heal a blind and a mute man, and their interpretation of this was he must be possessed by a demon, which means they weren't really open to a sign. Not really. What they wanted was proof. They wanted proof that Jesus was the the Lord's anointed, the Messiah come to save them. They, They didn't want a sign. They wanted absolute, incontrovertible proof. And here's the thing about proof. Proof does not exist. Truly, even the best scientist in accordance with the scientific method will say that they don't have proof. They have theories that make the most sense given the available information and criteria. And if there was new information that became available, well, the theories would be adapted or discarded for new theories. They don't have proof of anything they have theories. And see, that's the point. To be a creature, to be a human, is to have a subjective experience of a universe that you don't fully understand. To be alive is to have faith and some account of existence. You have to believe in some account of why you're here and what it's all for. Faith is the essence of being human. Proof is the essence of something else. When the Pharisees ask for a sign, and really what they mean is proof because they just got a sign, they're asking for one of two things. They're either asking to be like God because the gods have proof, or they're asking to be less than human, to be a robot. For if they, if they have proof, that is to say, they have all the knowledge of all possible situations, well, they have become like God. But that is simply impossible because they aren't God. They were created as humans, limited, contingent beings. Or if they have proof, that is to say, they have all possible knowledge of all possible situations, they're no longer humans anymore, they're robots, They don't freely choose to live or to love, but they're programmed with all the right answers. See, proof is impossible. You are presented with data and you have to interpret it. Faith is the essence of being human. And Jesus says this to them. He goes, look, you're not gonna be given a sign, meaning you're not gonna be given what you really want. You will be shown incredible things. You'll even be shown, he says, the sign of Jonah. And he's referring uh, to the prophet Jonah, who was swallowed by a whale for three days and then spit up. And then he preached to Nineveh and the people of Nineveh repented. And of course, when Jesus says, you're going to be shown the sign of Jonah, he's referring to his death and resurrection three days later. But he goes, hopefully when when that happens and you're presented with that data, your eyes will be open and you'll see the truth and you'll have faith in it. But if that, if resurrection from the dead does not lead you to see and confess who I really am, nothing will, because I refuse to take away your humanity. I refuse to make you a god or a robot. You're a human you're a human who gets to freely choose and freely interpret and freely love. And the essence of being a human is to have faith in something. I quoted this recently in a sermon, but there was an experiment done um, with these wine experts. And these wine experts, what, what happened was the experimenters, they took a, like a, a, a middle... Um, a mid-level bottle of wine, and they split it into two decanters. Uh, and in one of the decanters, they said it was your pretty average table wine, and the other decanter, they said it was this really expensive, really famous Grand Cru. And they asked the wine experts to, to rank and to rate uh, the wines, even though it was the same wine. And exactly what you would expect to happen, happened. Uh, The table wine, or what the the experts imagined to be a table wine, they gave very low ratings. And what the experts imagined to be this really expensive, famous Grand Cru, they gave very high ratings. And the point was this of the experiment. There is no objective experience. You can't experience anything objectively. We all bring our subjective interpretation to every encounter. And the line they use that I love, they said, before you've tasted the wine, you've already judged the wine. Before you've tasted the wine, you've already judged it. The Pharisees didn't believe in Jesus, not because Jesus wasn't convincing, because he clearly was. He was teaching with power. He was healing with power. It's not because Jesus wasn't convincing. They didn't believe in him because they didn't want to believe in him. They had already judged the wine before they had tasted it. So what does it mean to be open? Not to the Jesus you think he should be, but to the one who is actually alive and active in your life today. Or if you don't believe, what does it mean to be open to the Jesus who actually might be who he says he is in the cosmos? Is there room in your heart to entertain a different interpretation of the data? Maybe Jesus is who he says he is. Maybe he is God in the flesh. And if there's room for that interpretation, would that shed new light on events like Him healing a blind and a mute man. Would that shed new light on realities like your friends being Christians? Because you're not going to get an objective experience, whoever you are and whatever you're looking for today. You're not going to get proof. You're going to get phenomenon. And you're going to have to interpret it. That's it. Are you open to having your mind changed? It might already be there. But your openness is crucial to seeing the sign of Jonah. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn, and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.